0: If you identify as a high achiever, there are a few areas that are particularly challenging for you when it comes to advancing your career. In today's episode, we're gonna explore what these top six challenges are and most importantly, how you can manage these challenges so that you can advance your career with greater confidence, ease, and flow. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can get unstuck and pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk all about how to get unstuck in your life and business with your unique intuitive intelligence. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. To download the five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, head to SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash five ways. The other day I was chatting on WhatsApp with the group of women that I used to work with when I was working back in corporate. And we were catching up and reminiscing on the old days and just talking about and updating each other on how life is all these years later, now that we're all mothers and working in very different places. I mentioned this conversation to my husband and we started talking about work and challenges at work. And he asked me, what do I wish that I knew back then that I knew now? Put another way, what are my words of wisdom for my younger self when it comes to career? And this is a really great question because this is really what I want to share more about on the podcast and what I wish more women knew, particularly high achievers, because so often we can beat ourselves up for not feeling like we're in the right place, for feeling like things are really hard or that things aren't working. In particular, in my case, when I was in corporate, I definitely felt like I wasn't smart enough, There was a lot of imposter syndrome going on. I didn't have a lot of boundaries and really work myself to the bone, to the point of burnout. And I wish that I knew different things back then that perhaps would have set me up for a different career trajectory. For the record, I'm very glad and grateful for the journey that I've walked. And I believe I'm more close to the industry and the path that feels right for me. However, I do contemplate what would have been different if I had worked with someone back then on these particular challenges of not enough, imposter syndrome, and lack of boundaries, and I wonder where perhaps I would be instead. So what I wish I knew back then is what I'm going to share with you today. And what I'm going to share with you today are particularly the top six challenges that high achievers face when advancing their careers. And if you are listening, chances are you are a high achiever. And I want to support you in just knowing what to look out for and really focusing on the right area to move forward in your career and not selling yourself short or making any mistakes or taking any actions that you might perhaps regret in the future if you don't identify what exactly is at the heart of what's keeping you stuck or hard in your career. So when my husband asked this question, I talked about how there's actually so much more that meets the eye when something isn't working and you're feeling stuck and that unless you address the deeper rooted challenges, they're going to keep following you around. And I spoke a little bit more about this in the podcast last week in episode 24, talking about the three areas that keep people stuck in their career and the three areas that stop people from getting unstuck in life and work. So if you want to go check that out, make sure you go and do that and I'll pop the link over in the show notes. But I want to give you an example of this. What do I mean when I say, unless you address the deeper rooted challenge, then they're going to keep following you around. So I'm going to take the example that I mentioned of imposter syndrome and how I felt that when I was at work. So for me, I felt a lot of imposter syndrome. And actually, I think it served me quite well for a while, Because I felt that imposter syndrome, I gave my work like 120%. I know you can't do 120%, but I gave it my all. I was keen to learn. I was very open to getting feedback and adjusting my mistakes. And I took everything on board to make myself better at what I did. And that served me well. I got promoted from analyst to associate director in that first company where I was in that WhatsApp chat with these ladies, even all these years later. And then I got approached to join an American investment bank who was a client at the time. But this quality had a shadow side. And when I went into this investment bank where the culture was different, I didn't thrive. It really brought out my shadow side and kind of pinpointed where I needed to look, although I didn't see it at the time. So what was underneath this imposter syndrome was this fundamental belief, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. And I have to work harder than most, and I won't go into the details of where that came from. But what that meant was that I said, yes, I was a people pleaser. I did more, tried to achieve more, and just kept on pushing myself to my limits so that I felt like I was worthy of where I was. And that led to burnout until I reached a point where I couldn't hack it anymore. And that mentality, that core issue, followed me into entrepreneurship. And that's been the healing journey and something that I am still working on because it still rears its ugly head and it's the journey and it's the work. And looking back, I actually loved some of the elements of the corporate environment. And for me, when I speak to my clients about their careers and what they should do, the answer is not, should I be an entrepreneur or should I be in corporate or should I be a consultant or, you know, what's that path? It's really about where is the setting that best suits your strengths, your talents, your gifts, your personalities, so that you can do the work that you feel passionate about and that you feel like you're in your zone of genius. So naturally, I work with women and men, actually, who have very similar traits, who want to push themselves. They want to have great output in their work. They're high achievers and they want to do a lot. And so today I want to share with you what I wish I knew. And while I believe it's important for you to be mindful of these areas, I want you to just know that you get to choose what applies to you in your life. And I want you to really pay attention to these areas, because if you look at these areas specifically, it can support you to advance your career and it will support you to ensure that you don't cut your journey short prematurely. All right. And as I said, I don't regret my path. I love it. But I do wonder sometimes what would have been different if I'd have been able to identify what was really keeping me stuck and ultimately led me to burnout. So I feel really passionate about this because I don't want you to make any mistakes and I want to support you to stay in the right career for you for the long haul. So I'm going to dive into those in a moment and just want to also let you know that if you feel like you need support on this and you want to get this right, you want to make your career successful, not just in the traditional sense, but in a truly meaningful way that feels aligned to you then come and check out more details of a VIP day that I'm running in the month of June only, it's just for the month of June. So if you want support around this, you want to look at where am I really feeling that discomfort, that dis-ease, like something's not working and I find it really hard. If you want to get to the heart of that and look at it and upgrade it, rewire it, recode it, embody a different way of being then a VIP day might be just for you. So if you want that information, come on over to siobhanbarnescom forward slash 25. That's the number 25 and all of the details are over there. Okay, so let's dive in now. What are the six top challenges that high achievers face when advancing their careers? Well, first things first, what is a high achiever? A high achiever is generally defined as someone who is driven by goals. According to Clifton Strengths Finder, achievers are people who work hard and possess a great deal of stamina. They take immense satisfaction in being busy and productive. Full disclosure, if you want to take out the Clifton Strengths Finder, I'll pop a link to it in the show notes. It's a really nice test to get to see what your top five strengths are so that you can really work these in your career. Achieving is one of my top five strengths, and I use this information sometimes with my clients because I tend to find that they have this strength too. If you want to take the test, as I said, check out the show notes at sivonnebarnes.com forward slash 25, and you can take that test to see if that's you. And even if it's not your specific strength, it can be a trait that you bring to your work. So as a high achiever, likely you have a very strong vision of what you want to create You might love to learn you want to focus on getting things done making things better and you tend to be perhaps a hard worker and passionate about output and results if that sounds like you then there are certain things that you want to take into account when you're advancing your career or business so what are those well the top challenge is burnout unsurprising burnout, right? Like if you're working really hard, it can be really difficult to know when to stop, right? Like putting your foot on the brake, pressing pause, doing something for you, that can be really difficult. So what is burnout? Well, in the book Burnout by Emily and Amelia Nagoski, they reference Herbert Freudenberger, who in 1975 defined burnout by three components. So check this out and feel into whether this resonates with you. Burnout is defined by three components. Number one, emotional exhaustion. This can come from the fatigue that comes from caring too much for too long, aka compassion fatigue, which again, very common amongst my clients because they are heart-centered, caring, nurturing types. The second component is depersonalization. So that can be the depletion of your empathy, your caring, and compassion because you're just always giving and perhaps getting less back. The third is a decreased sense of accomplishment. So if you're feeling burnout, you might feel this unconquering sense of futility, feeling that nothing that you do makes a difference. What does this mean in plain English? Well, it can look like overgiving, compassion fatigue, finding it hard to switch off, being the one who picks up that second shift at home, which by the way, during the pandemic, according to McKinsey, they did a big study on this, They saw how women were doing more at home and how 2 million women with young children in the workforce are considering to step back from careers and leaving the workforce entirely because they feel the pressure of that. And black women have been disproportionately affected too. If you want to check out the article, it's really interesting. I'm going to link to that in the show notes. And you can check that over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 25. So burnout, that's a big one to look out for. The second one is stress, just overall stress. For me, stress manifests (laughs) as tension in my shoulders and neck. I find that I hold and hunch my shoulders when I'm stressed. So you might find that you hold this in particular points in your body. The third area that high achievers face, particularly when it comes to advancing their careers, is also anxiety and anxiety around how are things going to go? Is this going to go right? Is this going to go wrong? And dealing with the repercussions of perhaps making the wrong choice or not saying the right thing. So high achievers in particular can tend to be more anxious. The fourth area, the fourth challenge for high achievers is this overly harsh critic. This critic, (laughs) I'm familiar with this one as I said, that you're not enough and this causes you to whip yourself and have this self-flagellation where you're not good enough and pushes you further and that can lead to burnout. So these are all kind of interrelated and interlinked. The fifth is perfectionism. Needing things to look perfect, be perfect, and to do perfect. Why do we do this? Brené Brown is a beautiful resource to go and check out and I'm sure if you are listening to me, you've listened to her before. Brene Brown talks about perfectionism as like this 20-ton shield that we carry around. And it's really a mechanism to armor and protect and not be vulnerable. We don't want people to see our weaknesses. We don't want people to see that we're not coping. We want to be seen as knowing what we're doing and being really confident. And perfectionism can have a weight to it. And if you're always driving for perfection, it can be a really difficult thing to continue to achieve and take a toll on your nervous system. So that's just something to look out for. The sixth area that high achievers have to look out for when advancing in their careers and businesses is imposter syndrome. Again, (laughs) one that I'm very familiar with. And this imposter syndrome can feel like you're not ready yet. You're not in the right spot. You can't do it. And in last week's episode, episode 24, I gave an example of my client who was really dealing with imposter syndrome when she was in a new role where she was promoted at a senior level, didn't necessarily have the functional you know, expertise, but had the leadership qualities and that challenge and that imposter syndrome that came up for her and how that got her stuck. So those are the six areas, burnout, stress, anxiety, an overly harsh critic, perfectionism, an imposter syndrome, and if we're not careful and we don't manage this, this can manifest in your body and take a toll on your nervous system, actually lead to things like adrenal fatigue or depression, and take you out from advancing in your career, which is why I said I don't want these things to cut short the beautiful trajectory that's in front of you, and I really think for high achievers in particular within corporate, particularly the sensitive, compassionate, heart-centered types, There is a personal mastery to really showing up in the workplace and navigating these particular tendencies and challenges so that you can stay in it for the long haul. Which leads me on to the next question that you might be having, which is, okay, I identify with these six challenges. How do I manage them? Well, first things first, I want you to acknowledge that you've done really well to actually stay and listen to this and say, I think that's me. Awareness, acknowledgement, ownership, that's the very first step. And I want you to know that the onus on being supported through this, whilst companies are a lot better, really, you have the power to look into this. You have the power to support yourself. Companies are being called to step up in different ways to support their employees. However, yes, you know, these things can be slow. And so what I encourage you to do as a sovereign individual is to get support wherever you need. Being vulnerable, opening up and admitting that things are a challenge or that they're not working, that's the first step, right? Just admitting that you need support. And I want you to know it's super common. When I first started doing this work, working with high achievers, I was both deeply humbled and excited about the work, but equally very angry that these women, particularly women that I were working with. On the outside, they look so smart, so accomplished, look so put together. But on the inside, we're still struggling with this. And I, I just don't want this to be a challenge that holds us back. And I don't want us to be suffering in our work. I want us to be supported. So there are a few things that you can do. You can look at finding a therapist. You can look at your employer. They might have an employee assistance program and offer counseling services. You might desire to work with a psychologist or to work with a coach. It is totally up to you how you want to get support. You might find that there's a women's group at your organization and they've got lean-in groups. What can happen is once you admit that, okay, this is an area that I wanna work on and that you can see that, yes, there's tension there and it's playing out in your career and it's something that you need to address, you're gonna begin to see all the different ways that you can be supported in this. So my suggestion is to open up, let yourself receive support and to trust where you wanna get that support and to know that working on this, getting support on this is invaluable and that you are worth it. So as I mentioned, I'm offering VIP days in the month of June, and if you're listening to this in the month of June and you would like support on this and you'd like to hear more about the way I work, which, by the way, is more around embodiment, energetic, subconscious repatterning, really looking at this not just from a mental plane, but across your physical, mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual bodies, then I would love, love, love to support you. And you can read more about this VIP day over at the show notes at SiobhanBarns.com forward slash 25, and we can have a conversation around that. And if you want to figure out what support to get, you can also listen to podcast eight, where I talk to the topic of finding a coach and how to know if you need one and how to find the right one, because I want you to find the right support for you. All right, so that's a wrap. Today we covered the top six challenges high achievers face when advancing their careers and my hope and intention is that this has served you and that you can identify what's at play for you and also open up that door to, if you need it, getting support so that you can continue to flourish on your soul aligned career path. So until next time, please remember you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. For further show notes, guest information, and to receive your free guide to the top five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, go to SiobhanBarnes.com.